Welcome to Swarupa Vidya Ashram. My name is Swami Nirmalananda. Each audio is a discourse that I offered at a satsang, a free meditation program, and was followed by meditation. These teachings address the underlying questions of life. Who am I? Why am I here? How do I do what I came here to do? I went to my guru with these same questions. While he gave me the teachings I share here, most importantly, he gave me the inner experience they describe. This is why I teach, to share the same with you, both the theory and the inner experience of your own inherent divinity. The bliss of consciousness is your birthright. Meditate and discover that you are greater than you could ever imagine. Om Namah Shivaya Gurave Satchidananda Murtaye Nishpapanchaya Shantaya Niralambaya Tejase Muktanandaya Gurave Shesha Samsara Harane Bhakta Kayaika Dehaya Namaste Chitsaratmane Eta Vejagatameva Samsara Nava Setave Prabhave Savavidyanam Shambhave Gurave Namaha Guru Brahma Guru Vishnu Guru Devo Maheshvara Guru Sakshat Parabrahma Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Om Swarupa Swaswabhava Namo Namaha Om I bow to my own self. I bow to my Baba's own self. I bow to his Baba's own self. I bow to your own self. Your own self, your own essence, your own shivaness. Again and again I bow. Om Swarupa Swaswa Bhavanamo Namaha. Happiness and upliftment. You want to be happy. Everyone wants to be happy. It's true. But most importantly, you want to be happy. It's personal. It's immediate. It's about how you feel inside. You want to feel happy. Beyond merely being happy, you want someone else to make you feel happy. And if it isn't a person, it's a pet or nature or food or something else. When you aren't happy, you want happiness to be handed to you by someone. That's why you're here this morning. 
You want me to make you happy. And you know what? I want you to be happy. I want you to be always happy. Experiencing exalted happiness, expanded happiness, deep happiness, constantly. Plus, I specialize in making people happy. That's why I'm here. In serving my Baba as an agent of grace, my job is to make you happy. Better than happy, bliss-filled. What a lovely meeting we have in space and time. You want to be happy, and you want someone to make you happy. And my job is to make you happy, and I want you to be happy. I'd say we're off to a good start. But the way I make you happy is through upliftment. It's the exact opposite direction from where you usually look for happiness. You look outward for people or things to make you happy. And I'm going to help you to turn your attention inward to find an inner current of energy that uplifts you while it gives you inner bliss. So we'll look inward and you'll get happy. That's good, yes. Well, there's a hitch. That current of bliss arising within changes you. It frees you from the things that used to entangle you, that used to hold you down and used to hold you back. You are transformed. You become different than you were. You are set free. It's explained in Sanskrit. Udyama Bhairavaha. Shiva Sutras 1.5. Udyama Bhairavaha. The arising of transcendental consciousness within shatters your not knowingness and sets you free. Two Sanskrit words. Udyama and Bhairavaha. Udyamo means upward moving energy, the energy of laughter, of love, of generosity, the inner flow of happiness. At its strongest, it's a current of consciousness that climbs your spine from tail to top, kundalini. This sutra is about kundalini, the cosmic energy of consciousness itself that awakens you to your highest, most expansive most blissful beingness, your own divine essence. Oh, Shiva. How great this is. Udiyamo. But it's only the first word of two. The second word is Bhairava. Bhairava is a name for Shiva. The one who destroys your limitations. Like Baba said, don't make yourself an assassin of the soul by thinking that you are just ordinary. Don't kill yourself with your own hand by making yourself out to be insignificant and ignorant. When you do think 
that you're just ordinary. You're enamored with your limitations. You work hard to keep yourself small, insignificant, and ignorant. You review all your flaws and foibles. Keeping your mind working overtime, tracking your inventory of problems, and blaming the people you see as being the cause of all of them. It's like you're carrying around a notebook full of different sized pieces of paper. They don't all fit in the three metal rings of the binder, so you've taped some of them in there. Others you've stapled or paper clipped. Little corners are sticking out of the notebook and getting all bent and torn. And all the papers have painful stories written on them. Some of them are true. And some of them are just your take on things. You carry your notebook with you everywhere you go. You read and reread the stories and share them with other people, even if you've shared them before. And then you read and share them again. Even in the midst of conversations about other things, you pull out your notebook and flip through the pages so you can review one of your stories. All this is going on in your mind. Instead, I recommend you take a new notebook, even a small one, like the one we have for newcomers, a little welcome journal notebook, and all those lovely blank pages and all of those empty spaces, you can write mantra all over every page, both sides. You can fill up your new notebook with mantra, Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya. I bow to my inherent divinity, Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya. You can get a better notebook. Carry this notebook with you and open it up to read it at every opportunity. Something new will happen. Udyamo will happen. Upward-flowing, bliss-filled energy, kundalini will happen. Shiva will happen. Your own I amness will shine through. This is called Shiva destroying your limitations. But when you love your old notebook, you're hanging on to your story, your identity, your limitations as tight as you can, then you experience Shiva as Bhairava a fearsome deity, one who is destroying you. Oh, no, don't take away my pain. I love my pain. I know who I am when I'm in pain. Don't take away my grief. Grief is how I prove that I loved that person or pet or job or whatever. And they're gone. Don't take away my negativity. It's how I make myself different from others. It's how I hold myself back. Bhairava, don't take away my desires. Please, please, please don't take away my desires. They're how I taunt myself to make myself feel bad. It's agonizing, but the agony makes me feel alive. But what have you felt alive? All the time. Fully. Holy and completely alive. 
all the time. What if you felt happy, uplifted, bliss-filled all the time? You could, you know. That's the whole point of being here. That's the whole point of being human. That's the reason that you're alive. That's so you can be fully alive. Yoga calls it freedom. Udyamo Bhairava. Shiva Sutras 1.5. The arising of transcendental consciousness within shatters your not knowingness and sets you free. You will have to let go of the things you've been holding on to. This discourse is titled Upliftment, Happiness and Upliftment. It makes me think of the animated movie Up. You know, the guy tied helium balloons to his house. Enough of them that it lifted up into the sky. But the wires and the plumbing pipes had to break. He had to break free. So do you. But what are you breaking free from? You don't have to fly away like he did. You don't have to leave your home or family, not even your job and possessions. You can if you want to. You always have that option. But yoga is not telling you to go. Yoga is saying that you cut loose on the inside. It's the inner limitations that hold you back. Baba said you tell yourself that you are just ordinary. Or I think sometimes you tell yourself you're not even as good as ordinary. In this way, you make yourself an assassin of your own soul. You think you are insignificant, which is how you kill yourself with your own hand. How do you do this? Day by day, you let yourself off the hook too often. Yoga holds you to a higher standard. What that means is that good enough is not good enough. You do your best. You give your all. You go the extra inch. Sometimes it even turns out to be an extra mile. Why? Because anytime you hold back, you feel awful. Anytime you shirk responsibility, anytime you just slip by, you just slide on through, you feel worse about yourself. And when you feel worse about yourself, your mind has a heyday. It will take you on the emotional roller coaster, reminding you of all the times you hid your best qualities from the world and from yourself. I want you to shine with the light of consciousness, that which is ever arising within you. Udyamo Bhairava. Once you've gotten Shaktipat, you are a living flame of divine light. 
Yes, you will stand out in a crowd. You glow. And when you glow, you have the ability to give more, to be more, to do more, to offer more of yourself, because there is more of you there. Krishna described this in the Bhagavad Gita, chapter 6, verse 5. Udhare Ratman Atmanam Natmanam Avasadaye Atmaiva Yatmano Bandhur Atmaiva Ripuratmanaha Uplift yourself by means of your own self. Do not drag yourself down. Truly only your own self is your friend. Yet this self is also your enemy. Your own self is your greatest friend, the source of happiness, the source of love, the source of joy arising within. Regardless of what triggers your laughter, the laugh is an upward-moving flow. Regardless of what triggers your love or joy, the love and the joy are upward-moving flows, ujamo, upliftment. Self arising within. Whether another person triggered it, or the beauty of a sunrise or a sunset, or the antics of kittens in an online video, the experience is inside. And you know how to squelch it. You know how to flip past the kittens or puppies how to turn away from the sunrise, how to doubt the other person, you know how. You even know how to doubt your own self. This is the most painful experience of all. And you do it. You do it and you do it again. You pull out your old notebook, which is big and heavy and falling apart. You patch it back together and grumble about your sorry lot but you've got a nice new notebook waiting for you to fill it up. And it's even smaller and easier to carry around. Elevate yourself. You know how to do this. To get ahead in the world, you maybe picked out a certain college or a profession, maybe even picked out a place to live or a group to meditate with. After your search, you found a place and you put some energy and effort into your studies, into your work, where you live in your relationships. You put some effort forth. You got some help along the way, but you put forth effort and you got results. In the same way, to be happy, to find the inner current of bliss, you must find a guru, like a doctor, The guru is one who defines your problem clearly and then treats the cause. But you have to take the pills. You have to go in for your treatments. You have to do your part. Upliftment is DIY in two ways. One, you have to find a guru just like you'd find a college or a profession 
One, you have to find a guru. Two, then you have to do what they tell you to do. It is the search for happiness that makes you look for a guru. Nobody looks for a guru when they're happy. I know that for every person who walks in the door here or connects in from home, there's a story. And I care about that story because I had mine. I searched for happiness in all the likely places where they told me to look. It took me quite a while to figure out that they weren't happy. So if I did what they did, it wasn't going to make me happy either. Then I began looking in the places they said to stay away from. I figured out why they warned against them. As paltry as their happiness was, the stuff they said to stay away from made it worse. They were right. It irked me that they were right about something. (laughs) But they were right. (laughs) Then I began to look for things that weren't on either list. This was 1960s for me and into the 1970s. Yoga wasn't on either list. Neither was meditation. Somehow I knew I wanted to meditate. But what the books told me to do wasn't working for me. So I ended up at Motonana's Meditation Center in my little suburban area. That visit prompted a great awakening in me, Udiyamo, an inner arising of ecstasy and beingness. I knew that I wanted more. So I did my part. I went back to the satsangs, and I began doing the practices that Papa recommended, that his teachers shared with such love and joy. Mantra, meditation. Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya. I bow to my own beingness. I worship my own I amness. I honor my own self. Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya. And I read Baba's books. I read and studied the texts that he quoted. I did both parts of the DIY. One, I found a guru. I hadn't realized I was looking for one, but I found him anyway. Two, then I did what he said to do. Why? Because it worked. When I did what Baba said, I got happy. When I did anything else, I lost that happiness. It was clear and obvious. And it's easily proven. It takes only five minutes. Just do mantra repetition out loud for five minutes and see if you're happier. If you're really bad off, it might take 10 minutes. And I have seen some really pitiful cases that take 15 minutes. (laughs) But it works. Why? Because the mantra is infused with his energy. He put it there. He got it from his Baba, who put it there. And he got it from his Baba, who got it from his Baba, who got it from his Baba. I've named two parts, DIY. But my personal story has three parts. One, I found a guru. Two, I experienced a great awakening. Three, I did what my guru said. 
I didn't list the great awakening on your DIY list because it's not DIY. The guru triggers this for you. This is called Shaktipat and is described in the Kashmir Shaivite texts. Shiva Sutras 3.29 Yovi Pasto Nyahetuscha. Only a yogi with mastery over the Shakti Chakra is competent to enlighten others. It means that only a Kundalini master can give you enlightenment. Kundalini is the Shakti or energy that moves through the chakras, the energy centers along your spine. You've probably seen drawings or videos, even t-shirts with artistic depictions of different colored lotuses along your spine. These energy centers are empowered by Kundalini, the cosmic energy that climbs your spine once you've received the Great Awakening Shaktipat. Thus, the sutra says, only a yogi with mastery over the Shakti Chakra is competent to enlighten others. You've done your part. You found a guru. I'm sure every one of you has a story to tell, many like my own, that you didn't even know you were looking for a guru. But here you are. You've found one. Some of you even experienced the great awakening before you found the guru. You did it out of order. That's because you got it from your guru in a previous life. So you're still working the process in order. You got a guru back then. And you got Shaktipad, and now you still need to do more yoga. But if you had a little thing like death interrupt the process, <laughs> you still need a guru to help you with the do more yoga part. So you get a guru. You've done that part. The next step is my part, to give you the great awakening. I do this in Shaktipad retreats. Two or three a year. One is coming up soon. So you did your part. And I do my part. Now who's up at bat? That would be you. You've got the Shakti. But what are you doing with it? You're pouring your Shakti into other people. Into pursuing desires into complaints and criticisms and doubts and fears. It's all normal stuff. Soul-killing normal stuff. But the good news is that you've gotten Shaktipat. <laughs> You're not normal anymore. You cannot try to make yourself small when the divine flame of consciousness is a light within you. Your attempts to hide from life harm you more than anyone else. The guru makes the light of consciousness blaze in your own body by giving you his own energy, his blessing and divine grace. I know this because I received all that from my Baba and more. I know it now, even though I didn't understand it at the time. So many of you saw that flame in me before I knew what it was. So many of you began studying with me 20 or 30 years ago. And it's truly been a glorious ride so far. 
But what brought you in? It wasn't me. It was the divine light shining in me, a light that he lit. Then I tended the flame, just like an oil flame in a temple, just like an oil lamp in an 1800s living room, just like a wood fire in your fireplace. The flame needs tending. You add fuel. You trim the wick or sweep out the cold ashes. What do you do to further your own happiness and upliftment? Well, you're here. That's a biggie. To spend time with the guru is a powerful way of upliftment. Like sitting in the sun if you want to get warm. Meditate daily. This is the most important practice, to delve into your own being, exploring the inner dimensionality that has been opened up for you by the great awakening Shaktipat. And when you're not here, which is most of the time, and you're not meditating, which is most of the time, do more mantra. You repeat the mantra to meditate and repeat the mantra when you're not meditating. If you can't get it going all the time, then do it frequently, like we're currently doing with the Japa Club, five-minute Japa breaks. But twice a day is not often enough. Why? It's because you love your old notebook so much. You spend much more than five minutes on it, much more often than twice a day. Get your new notebook going. Fill your mind with mantra. And you can do more. Yoga offers so many ways for you to elevate yourself. Poses, yes. Yogic breathing, yes. Sutra study, yes. Seva, yes. Dakshina, giving donations, yes. I've seen people buy their way out of terrible karma by giving donations. It's very powerful. Chanting, yes. So many practices to choose from. Like Baba said, don't make yourself an assassin of the soul. Uplift yourself. Elevate your state. Do more yoga. Om Swarupa Swaswa Bhava Namo Namah.